Hi, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Pathfinders Light with me, Irose. How are you doing? I hope you've been, you know, amazing. God has been treating me very, very fine. You know. Anyway, this episode, I'm going to talk about something that I really, really love to talk about, which is idolatry and loyalty. Now, I'm going to read from the Bible, Matthew chapter 6 verse 22 and 23 i'm going to be using king james version because i really really love the way king james version puts it it says the light of the body is the eye if therefore thine eye be single thy whole body shall be full of light but if thine eye be evil thy whole body shall be full of darkness if therefore the light that is in thee be darkness how great is that darkness now you see how the bible clearly tells us that the opposite of a single eye is an evil eye why is that so what does it even mean to have a single eye now in context jesus was trying to tell the people about loyalty because it was in this same passage of scripture where he said that we should store up treasures for ourselves in heaven you know where moth does not corrupt it and rust does not rust sorry rust does not destroy it and where thieves cannot break in and steal because where your treasure is your heart will be there also so jesus in this passage of scripture was trying to talk about devotion loyalty being able to set your affection at one point one single point that's why it talks about a single eye so a single eye denotes a devotion to god that is um whole and complete you know a heart of devotion to god that is complete a heart of devotion to god that is devoid of idols a person who is devoted to God and does not have any other thing that they are also devoted to fully. You know, so your f- devotion to be to God, it is inside of God that you should find a career to be devoted to. It is inside of God that you should find a wife. It is inside of God you should find ministry. Whatever you are looking for should be, should be found inside of God. That's what I'm essentially trying to say by your devotion should be single. You should not find a career outside of god if not that will mean your eye is evil because at that point the career will become an idol to you so you would have essentially two places where your devotion is set to so to god and then to your career which is outside of god so that's a problem jesus says that when your eye is not single oh my 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 there will be darkness and how great is that is that darkness now it's easy to get your entire body to be full of light because all you need is to get your eye to be single you know so you don't have to be getting different aspects of yourself to be set straight all you need to do is get one side you know your focus your devotion which is your treasures carry all your treasures just gather them and keep in heaven what that really means uh, in very relatable terms is that the things that mean a lot to you should be the things that are heavenly you know that's what jesus meant when he was saying that we should lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven he meant that we should learn to understand that it is the heavenly things that are permanent that will be with us forever so those are the things that should be treasures to us not the things that we own and interact with here you know everything here is temporary it's the things that are there heavenly that are permanent you know he even said that thieves cannot come and break through or steal so that's what having your treasures up there means and then 
as opposed to that having an eye that is not single means that you have little little idols somewhere now let me make it even more relatable let me you know break it down to something that every person can relate with in the old testament you know they used to have idols in fact let me not say in the old testament in some religions till now like african traditional religions they still have physical idols that you know they sculpt after the images of certain things certain people certain objects in certain artifacts and they physically worship them but you see to a christian if a christian is having an idol which is wrong obviously but to a christian who has an idol that idol is very very unlikely going to be something physical that idol is most likely going to be an idea something that can seep very quietly into the subconscious and just remain there and only bring up its ugly head when that christian is trying to prove that they love god you know it's not raise up his head and say ah no i did hear or i beg oh, you still love me more than you love god and you may ask how that is so let me explain with the first time this thing ever happened adam adam really really loved god but you see adam really really loved his wife in addition to really really loving his wife he revered his wife higher than he revered god he had honored he had set his wife in a place that was higher than the place of god and the will of god that is why when his wife offered him the fruits even though he knew with his whole heart that it was wrong you know it wasn't a question of confusion he knew with his whole heart that it was wrong to take that fruit and eat but because of the fact that it was his wife who gave it to him he yielded because his heart had honored his wife higher than the word of god because the word of god said to not take from that tree but the word of his wife was take so in obeying his wife over god he was disobeying god and telling god that he honored his wife over god that was that's the that's a very classic example of what an idol is. Now, I'm sure ideas are beginning to seep into your mind about the kind of idols you might have been harboring. In fact, if you have not been seeping into your mind, let me bring them into your mind now so that you go and search because identifying idols is key to keeping yourself um, clean, you know, keeping your entire body full of light because it's a very um, hands-on process. It's not something that you just leave and say, no, let me go and sleep. No, no, no. It's important to, you know, calculatively look at yourself search yourself and look for those things that you have begun to honor those things that if the will of god comes versus that thing that thing will always beat the will of god in your life hands down those things go and start searching for them is it that new job is it that's your favorite person you know is it money money is one of the commonest idols we have what is it is it that opportunity you've been longing for that if someone just offers it to you now even without checking with god whether it's okay you will do it or even if you won't check with god and god tells you it's not okay to take it you will still take it you know go and start searching because it is important to identify and get rid of idols now i'm going to talk about getting rid of idols soon enough but first of all let me just continue to talk about these idols because i i, I think i need i may need to give more examples so that we know how these things are a more practical example let's say for instance you've been hoping to god i'll, I'll give an example from the bible also after i give this example you've been hoping you know that you'd get 
an opportunity to showcase your skills because you know if you showcase your skills you most likely get a job so that opportunity now presents itself and you're like oh god let me you know go and this and you know the whole spirit is giving you a nudge on your chest that no don't take it don't take it and you're like ah, ah isn't open door from god again because that's the uh, general um, that's the general understanding that god gives open doors and that is very very true but it's not every open door that you should take i'll give a very clear example from the bible so we'll be thinking that ah let me take it now as long as it's an open door we'll not even check with god most times that's the case we'll not check with god as long as it's an open door we'll just go through the door and then the door will now lead us down a very very dark path that will now um ensure that we forgo god and forgo his ways that's usually what the devil does he invites us with this kind of doors an example from the bible is this when paul and silas were praying and singing and all those beautiful things when they were in chains what happened was that these prison doors you know um flung open their chains got losing and everything but guess what they did not leave why have you asked yourself why they did not leave in this case it's easy to answer the question of why they did not leave because we see that in their not leaving the jailer came back and was you know almost killing himself you know that life would have been lost in addition to that life being lost the lives of his family members would not have gotten saved so god saw that that is why god you know gave them peace to stay they understood that they should stay back so when the jailer came and they stopped him from killing himself he took them to their house and he and his entire household gave their life to christ now do you see the importance of following god's will your life is not about only you you have to understand that that is why it is not every open door that is god's um okay to say move on it's not every open door because sometimes there is something at work that is much bigger than you god sees these things you do not always see these things so follow the god who has seen before present and in front of you you know he has seen all the possible scenarios and he has seen the one that you're going to walk into that will produce his will his glory and all of that so follow him so this is what idols can do an idol that you have in your heart can just immediately snatch you away from god's path because by the time an idol wants to manifest it's already too late to stop it you can only stop idols when they are still in their quiet stage you know when they are still brooding and getting big because by the time when it comes to you know making a choice if you have an idol you've already lost for real except god just decides to have mercy on you because if you see the time when Adam did his sin. The Bible never recorded that he was contemplating anything. That's usually how it is. So, idols, they scarcely give you the chance to contemplate. In fact, if they are giving you the chance to contemplate, it's just so that you can find more reasons to do um, the decision that they are pushing you to do. That's how idols are. They, they see and they push with all their strength for you to do what they want you to do. So, it's very difficult. That's actually what I'm trying to say. It's very difficult to be able to not do the will of the idol that you worship at the point where the decision is meant to be made it's not impossible actually but it's quite difficult so just to in order to just avoid all of that just start dealing with these idols from the start start killing them before you get to the point where you have to make a decision because that's when idols show their ugly faces so at the point of um decisiveness where you need to make a decision that's where an idol will now show up his face and say yeah yeah pick me pick me pick me <laughs> that's really how it works so i want to tell you today and eh, it's just search yourself you know look within check you know take time look properly find out those things that you don't even give yourself a chance to 
um how do i put this now you don't give your, yourself a chance to be introspective about it you don't want to think about it because you know the moment you start thinking about it god will start speaking to you and the moment god starts speaking to you he's going to speak against that idol so those idols that you've been shielding there are some idols we shield consciously and there are some idols that have just been shielded by our subconscious desires whichever it is if it's the ones that have been shielded by your subconscious desires the prayer in psalms 139 is very very perfect for it it says um try my heart and see if um and see if there be any evil way in me and then lead me in the way everlasting you know it tells god to try you so that before the day of decision you know that thing will manifest itself so you can take care of it that's what um, god is god has given for us you know it's like a safety zone it's it's something god has given to help us to overcome these evil idols so a lot of us the truth is a lot of us worship idols some of the idols we are worshiping is with our knowledge some of the idols is without our knowledge but the bottom line is these idols do not allow you to do god's will in the point where it where it matters most that's what idols do see what it did to adam imagine now the entirety of humanity was at stake when adam made his mistake you know and he still made a mistake because of one idol now the i i should mention that the object of a person's idol is not necessarily a bad thing like adam's wife eve she was not bad the problem was the way he revered her because even if she had offered him that fruit and he had revered god more than he revered her he would not have eaten it you know and he would have you know corrected the mistake that she made and there would have been no problem but you see because of how he revered her so idols are edified they are reverenced by our minds let us never blame the objects of our idolatry you know no, no. it's a mistake if you do that the problem jesus said that it's not what comes from outside that defiles a person you know it's what comes from inside because out of the heart comes just evil thoughts idolatry and all those uh, yama yama things they come from inside inside the hearts that's what the, that, that's where the problem lies so please I, I i think that's important to mention that we should not be looking to destroy the objects of our idols because most of the time sometimes they might be bad but most of the time they are not bad they are usually because for them to be effective they have to be friendlies you know so the devil usually helps us paint things that are harmless in a very exalted manner so such that they take over our lives idols can be simple things like playing video games just anything that when it comes to making a decision for god's will that thing is able to seize your mind and ensure you make the decision that favors that thing over you know god's will that's what an idol is so anything that you put before god anything you exalt above god is an idol so i need you to search yourself very patiently if you never contemplated before in your life sit down and contemplate you know if you never had a moment of introspection sit down and have that moment you know just calm down chillax ruminate think allow your mind search go through your hearts go through your habits go through the things that you love to do the most go through the things that mean the most to you because to go to abraham isaac was becoming an idol that is why god tested him with isaac when god saw that even isaac was not enough to stop abraham from doing god's will ah god said nah nah nah, nah. indeed now i know that this guy fears me you know i know you know so everything could have could be fulfilled at that point because god had proven abraham's hearts 
But you see, in the case of Adam, it, it was not the same stuff. Now, Jesus, you see how the devil came and presented to Jesus a similitude of the, even though they were very, very cheap copies of the things that God was to give him. You know, he, he took him to a very high mountain, showed him kingdoms of the earth and said, I'll give you all of this. They've been put under my power, which by the way, you know, it's not true. The world was not put under, um, was not given to the devil. That's not true. That's a lie. The devil is a liar. So you should know that. So the devil came and lied to Jesus and said, you know, all you need to do, you know, is bow down and worship you know and you know i'll give you all of these things then again the devil took him to another place and told him jump down and test god test the power of god you know and his angels who he has said he's giving his angels charge over you so they will keep you and you just said no no you shall not test lord your god so basically i'm trying to say that the powers of dominion the devil was trying to deceive jesus that he had those powers to give to jesus meanwhile the name that is above all names was already waiting for jesus at the resurrection um from the dead so if Jesus had yielded at that point, everything for for Don Pavuka for all of us now, at, at that point, the whole journey would have ended before it even started. But you see, Jesus did not have those things as an idol. That's why Jesus could say that, ah, the prince of this world come to, but see, he has nothing in me, man. Like, there is no idol in me that this guy can capitalize on and use to destroy me. He wasn't boasting, he wasn't bragging, he was saying the simple truth that there was nothing he had risen or rather he had revered so much in his heart that could be an idol that would destroy the work that god has for him so that's the story of idolatry and loyalty god has jesus has told us how to be loyal in that passage of scripture i just want to reiterate that before i sign off he said that we should lay up for ourselves you know treasures in heaven in that place so where moth does not you know bite it and corrupt it rust does not destroy it thieves cannot come in and steal it rather than here that's the solution to idolatry carry all the things that you value most eh and let them be heavenly things so you start to look at the things of god start to pray start to tell god that god i want to honor and revere the things of you you know your things let them be the things that mean the most to me i want them to be the things that i can carry and you know used to sing around you know and beat my chest and say i belong to this let them be the things that mean the most to me let them be the things that i value most tell yourself tell god keep singing it every day you know every day that you see that the things of god don't move you tell him no 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 i cannot live like this let's be a conscious effort you know that's the way to win the battle against idolatry a conscious effort to yieldedness you continue to whenever he presents to you his ideas his ways his will you tell him you love it even if the love is not yet there god calls those things that be not as though they were so you tell him you love it you start to speak the love into being before you know what you really will start loving these things that's how it works it's a very conscious effort though when it comes by conscious effort i don't mean it is without grace no i don't mean it's with grace but it's with your understanding also you have to know what you're getting into you have to tell yourself the truth about these things anything that you look around that it's godly look at it is it godly music godly friends if you currently don't like it don't don't lie eh agree first of all that you don't you don't like these things and start to tell god that you want to love them start speaking the love into being because these things matter it is godly things that matter that's how you can lay up treasures for yourself in heaven when you start to 
um, carry all the things that matter to God on top of your head. <laughs> Paul said that set your affection on the things above and not on the things beneath. That's what it is. It's the same story they were trying to say. That the only way to defeat idolatry and to have a, a, a single eye is to keep the things that you love most up there. You know, let your mind shift. Allow God to renew your mind totally and completely. And the God of all grace will do this for you and everyone else that you preach to in the name of jesus god bless you and um bye bye